Hello, hello, and welcome to the Saints Church Podcast. We are so glad to have you here, and we hope you enjoy this message by our very own Pastor Brett Esslinger. You're here. What I got today, uh, and kids, just rip into those kids' packs and get after it. I'm going to talk to your mom and dad for a moment or two. And uh, I have five thoughts for 2022. Five thoughts for 2022. Uh, I want to start in Ecclesiastes three. We'll start in Ecclesiastes. Just bring that down. Just bring that down a little bit down. Maybe it's the gain's just a little hot. For everything, there is a season. This is Ecclesiastes three, verse one. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace." (laughs) <laughs> you're like, wow, I think there's everything there. These are the words of, of Solomon uh, lamenting on the human condition. And I think as we move into a brand new year, as we move from 2021 into 2022, and really it kind of feels like we're actually moving from 2020 into 2022, you know? It kind of doesn't really feel like 2021 happened. It was just like, you know in Avengers where there's that blip and everyone disappeared? I feel like that's COVID. Like we're, we're, we're in a blip, but I think we're back now. No, let's try that again. We're back now. And as we move into 2022, we've we've understood that that we have to take precautions, that we have to be safe, but we also understand that as we move into this next year, that, that there's no time to waste. That Jesus has a plan and a purpose, and he has a plan and a purpose for you, and he has a plan and a purpose for me. He has a plan and a purpose for us as a church body. He's got a plan and a purpose for your family and for your kids. He has a plan and he has a purpose, and it's time to live in 2022. It's time to live in 2022. So I've got five thoughts or five things for 2022, and uh, our internet crashed this morning, so we don't have many Bible verses, but if we do, it's gonna be a miracle. Every time you see a Bible verse on that screen, A miracle has happened. All right. First thought, it's growing season. It's grow, oh wow, miracle, come on. Jen Carter coming through. Okay, it's growing season. Now what do I mean by that? Over the last number of months specifically, uh, I've had a recurring conversation And it happens with pastors and leaders from literally across the globe. And they keep telling me the exact same thing over and over and over again. And it generally happens, you know, over a meal. Maybe we're having a meal together or we're just spending some time together. And they'll stop and they'll pause and they'll look at me and they say, you just need to know that there's, that you're in the season right now in between the planting of the seed and the reaping of the harvest. You're in that season right in between. You're in growing season. He says, you're in growing season as a church. And as I kept having these conversations and the same thing, people kept saying the same thing over me in slightly different ways, but they kept saying the same thing over and over again. It's like, all right, Lord, I got the message. It's growing season. It's growing season. You know, Ecclesiastes 3, 2, we just read, it says there's a time to plant and there's a time to harvest, but there's something that happens in between. 
Galatians 6 verse 7 says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. You will always reap a harvest of what you plant, which begs the question, as we go into 2022, what are you planting? Because whatever you plant, you will reap a harvest of that. Whatever it is in whatever area of life, uh, you cannot mock the justice of God. Whatever you sow, you will reap. In 1 Corinthians 3, verse 6, Paul says this, I planted the seeds in your heart, and Apollos, who's another leader, he watered it, but it was God who made it grow. So what do we do in a growing season? Three things. We water, we fertilize, and we weed. We water, we fertilize, and we weed. How do we do that? We water it, the seed, our hearts, our lives, our church family by by being open to the spirit of God, by being intentional to put ourselves in his presence, by inviting Jesus to lead us and guide us. We water with his spirit. How do you fertilize? You gotta deal with some manure. We gotta deal with it. We have to get the shovel out. We gotta move it around. We gotta prepare the soil. There are things that are hanging on to you, their thoughts, their ideas, their claims about who you are and what your identity is. And I want to let you know that that stuff that you're hearing is manure. But as you spread it out and as you lay it out and you submit it to Jesus, he's gonna take that thing which was intended for evil and he's gonna use it for good. He's gonna say, hey, if you hear that thing, if you hear that accusation, if you hear that whisper, you hear that lie, I want you to know that it's coming from the deceiver. So now you have a strategy in 2022. When you hear the whisper and when you hear the nattering that says you're not enough, you'll never be good enough. Candace was talking about it in her baptism. I want you to know today that you are loved, that you are chosen, that you are called, that Jesus has a plan and a purpose for you. And he wants you to know that you might've heard it all before, you might've done it all before, but until you experience the depth of his love, your head knowledge is irrelevant. Come on, it's growing season. Just turn to somebody and say, it's growing season. The last thing you gotta do, because I gotta go fast, is we're gonna weed. We're gonna weed. Des's grandpa, uh, right when we moved into our house, we lived there for nine years now. Right when we moved in, like maybe a year or two in, he pointed to this little tiny weed by our utility box, you know where the internet comes in your house, like the most important box on the block. And he pointed that, he said, that's a weed, you're gonna wanna get rid of it. I'm like, uh, I think it's fine, you know, in all my wisdom. And he's like, no, that's gonna, that's gonna cause you major problems. And I'm like, yeah, no, for sure. He's like, it looks like it's on the city property. I'm like, yeah, I don't really have to worry about it. It's not my property. But it turns out, he said, you know what? He came back the next year. He said, you know what? That's gonna turn into a tree. And I'm like, that's not even a real thing. A little plant doesn't turn into a tree. Turns out that's a thing. And we have a nine foot weed tree uh, that is displacing the cable box in front of our house because we didn't deal with it. The truth is there are things in our heart, in our mind, in our lives, there's attitudes, there's thought processes, there's patterns that we gotta leave behind in 2021. That Jesus has something better and brighter for you and if you're gonna keep cycling back into the negative, you're just gonna plant a seed of negativity in your heart and guess what you're gonna reap? A harvest of negativity, disconnection and division. What's been, what's been planted all across, uh, I don't wanna get controversial, but I guess I'm going to. 
what are we reaping right now? We're reaping the seeds of fear because that's the seeds that's been planted since 2020. So we understand this. It's time for us to break the cycle. Turn to somebody and say, break the cycle. Okay, number two. Thank you for the clap in the back. Number two. There's four more. Buckle up. Okay. Kindness is key. This is probably the most important thing I'm gonna say all day. Kindness is key. Uh, Pastor Jensen Franklin, he says this. You may be the only Bible that somebody reads this week. So when you go out to the store and you're mad about the line and the complaining, that person is making $15 an hour. They don't have to take it from you, but what they could take from you is encouragement. Say, hey, thank you so much for trying. Thank you so much for working hard. You know, it's amazing the small random acts of kindness. This is actually what Solomon said, the wisest person on earth in regards to kindness. He says this in Proverbs 16, 24. Kind words are like honey. Now, this is, this is what he says the impact is. He says, it's sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. You're gonna make a difference in somebody's heart, in their mind, and in their body when you are a person of encouragement. Kindness is key. This is Luke, the words of Jesus, Luke 6. Lots of Bible today. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. We'll just let that hang. Galatians 5. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, patience, and what? I circled it. Kindness. Kindness. Kindness is the key in 2022. How do we do this? Our kids know how to do this. I was asking my kids, okay, you're gonna be in the service. What do you, what do you think I should talk about? And they said, well, and Kingston says, Micah 6, 8. Because that was our kids' Bible verse. Was that in the last, the last theme? They're doing prophets. Micah 6, 8. He says, you're gonna do Micah 6, 8. So I said, okay, son, we're gonna do Micah 6, 8. What does it say in Micah 6, 8? It says, he has shown you, O mortal, what is good. He says, what does the Lord require of you? We can ask ourselves this question. What does the Lord require of us? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. That's right, you got it, you got it. Come on, give a hand for all those kids who perked up and started saying that Bible verse. So how, how, how do we live this out? We talk about walking humbly with our God. Humility breeds that kindness. Being in proximity to Jesus breeds that kindness. This is James 4, verse 8. It says, come close to God and he will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts. For your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Psalm 27, verse 8 says, my heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, I am coming. Third thing, put yourself in proximity to the presence of Jesus. Put yourself in proximity to the presence of Jesus. Before we go any further, I have to remember this. On next Monday, January 10th, 
We're joining a citywide prayer initiative. We're partnering with House of Prayer Edmonton, seven o'clock right here in the auditorium, joining up with churches from across the city. It's a week-long prayer uh, summit, essentially. And I wanna invite you to come and join us and start the year right and pray at seven o'clock. It's gonna be one hour prayer and worship. It's gonna be an incredible way to put ourselves in proximity to the presence of Jesus. I'm gonna assume that, Most of us skipped out on the Sabbath Sunday online service last week, and I'm going to uh, highlight, that was a joke, but I guess it wasn't. We all took it straight to heart. Okay. I guess the views don't lie. Anyways. One of the amazing things that was passed on to me in, in the message last week, I talked about in spiritual things, so often more is caught than it is taught. And one of the things that I caught was that every day I could put myself in proximity to Jesus by being in his presence. And I walk up the stairs, my bedroom was in the basement. I walk up the stairs and I see my mom in one room kneeling and had her Bible and praying at a couch. I see my dad in another room and they put themselves in the proximity of Jesus. And I saw that and I remembered it. I even tried for a season to get up early and join him. And I think I just slept through most of the prayer times together that I have with my dad. This is Exodus 33, and it's speaking of Joshua and Moses. Inside the tent of meeting, the Lord would would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. And I think we read this verse and we're like, wow, that's incredible. But to me, that's not the most amazing part of the the verse. This is the most amazing part of the verse. So Moses goes in and he speaks to God face to face as one speaks to a friend. And afterward, Moses would return to the camp, but the young man who assisted him, Joshua, son of Nun, would remain behind in the tent of meeting. Joshua, who would later go on to lead all of Israel, would stay and linger and find himself in the presence of God. He would be present when Moses was speaking to God. He would be in his presence and there was something that was drawing him in. If you wanna go deeper, if you wanna put deeper roots down into the love of Jesus Christ, put yourself into proximity of the presence of Jesus. One way to do that is coming to church. Another way to do that is to read your Bible and to spend some time praying. Another way to do that is to change what you listen to the car, in the car for a little bit when you're driving. You know, I listen to TSN 1260 all the time in the car. Maybe you just need to turn on uh, some worship music in the car just for a little bit. Put yourself into the proximity of Jesus. Linger. This is the product of the proximity. Joshua 24 verse 15 at the end of his leadership at the end of his life. He says, but if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. When a young man puts himself into proximity of the presence of Jesus, a family is changed and transformed forever. Let me say it another way. When a dad puts himself into the proximity of Jesus. A family is changed forever. When a mom, when an auntie, when a grandma, when a grandpa puts themselves into proximity, a family is changed forever. Put yourself into the proximity of the presence of Jesus. All right, you still with me? Number four, we're going fast. Pastor Seb, you should get ready to come out here if you're listening to me. He's probably not, though. Okay, 
That's not fair. I don't know that. I would guess, but I don't know. John 14, verse 1. Fourth thing. I believe that Jesus wants to give you supernatural peace in 2022. Peace in 2022. John 14, verse 1. It says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust in me. This is Jesus speaking. Trust in God, trust in Jesus. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Later in 14, 27, he says, I'm leaving with you a gift. And this is a gift that we need more than anything else. I'm leaving with you a gift, a gift of peace of mind and heart. And the peace that I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. A peace that does not require our circumstances to be peaceful. Come on, are you getting me? Jesus has given us a peace that does not require our circumstance or our situation to be peaceful. He is peace and he brings peace. Where there is peace, there is unity, there is love, there is family. It's all a product of peace, but peace is a product of trust. Where do you develop trust with Jesus? In proximity to his presence. What do you find when you're in his presence? You draw near to him, he draws near to you. He begins to change your character. Those gifts of the spirit come out. Kindness is key. And all of a sudden you come to realize it's growing season, that God's growing you and he's expanding you and he's changing your character and he's calling you to a higher level as a, as a mom, as a dad. He says, listen, I've got so much for you. I don't want you to underestimate that which I have placed inside of you. So as we walk into 2022, I'm not saying that circumstances are gonna shift all that much. I don't know that. But what I do know is how I handle it and how I deal with it is gonna change dramatically because this peace he gives to me, this, this, this peace and this gift he leaves with me, and it is a peace that surpasses all understanding. In other words, it's peace that doesn't make sense. Number five, you didn't think I could do it, did you? Number five. Here's the last, last thought for 2022. This matters. This matters. Maybe more than you'll ever know. But here's how it works. In Matthew 16, 18, Jesus is very clear. He says, I will build my church. Did you get it? Jesus will build his church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus is gonna build his church. We're not focused on building a church. That's not our focus. That's not our idea. That's not our intention. That's Jesus' job. I stay out of Jesus' lane. He goes faster than me or slower than me. He's better at it than me. But he did leave some instructions in Matthew 28. He says, I've been given all of authority in heaven and on earth. So what then should our church that he is building be doing? 
He says, I'm gonna give you one very specific set of instructions. And that's your game plan. That's your strategy. That's your rollout. That's your five-year plan, your 10-year plan, your 50-year plan, your 100-year rolling generational plan is this. Therefore, go and make disciples. This matters because we're making disciples on every level. When you bring your kids to church, you're not just bringing them for a program. You're bringing them to a world-class program where people are pouring into their life, speaking hope and life, speaking, teaching them truth, getting the word, the Bible into them, covering them with love and mercy and grace. Every time you show up and you make this a priority over everything else in your schedule, you say to everyone around you that Jesus comes first. And in many ways, I'm preaching the choir because you're here on January 2nd. But this matters more than we'll ever know. This is Ecclesiastes 3.11 to bring Ecclesiastes full circle. He says, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. Come on, right now, God is making this thing beautiful. This, these years that we thought were lost or, or missing or forgotten or a blip, God is making it beautiful in its own time. There's seeds that have been planted that you're gonna start to harvest. I think Candace's story today is an incredible testimony of the goodness of God. Started watching online, started coming in person. It takes a big, courageous step to get baptized, saying, I wanna start the new year uh, baptized and, and walking with Jesus. Come on, that's what happens. As Christians, we get distracted by whether or not we like our live stream. Can we just move on for a moment and just say lives are being changed because something's on the internet? And my friends, can I tell you, lives are being changed because you're here. You being here matters more than you'll ever know. He says he has placed eternity. God's placed eternity on the human heart. There's a yearning in the human heart for something more. But even so, People cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. You know what that speaks to me of? It speaks to me of legacy. You thought that you were just showing up to church, saying hi to somebody. You just thought you were saying hi to the little kid that walked by because that's just what you do. You just smile and you wave and you just love. Little did you know that that child that was walking in doesn't get that smile and that love at home. They come with a friend or with a neighbor. And because you were that nice person at church that just stood in the lobby and just smiled and waved and took a moment to put out love, they knew that they were loved. And my friends, can I tell you, kindness is key in 2020 because it's the love of Jesus that's coming out and it's coming out of your pores and it's coming out of your heart and it's coming out of your character. He's gonna pour out love through you. It's not a time for us to go, this is what we're fighting for. No, this is what we're loving for. We've been called for this season to love and to love large and to love loud. And love is scary because love means we have to put our defenses down. Love means we have to put our guard down. Love means we're gonna get hurt. When you choose to love, you choose to get hurt. So just get ready. Just get ready. But when you choose to love and you let that love 
that flows to you flow through you, you will see Jesus do more than you ever hoped, imagined, or dreamed. Not because you got smarter. No, that's great. Not because anything that you did naturally changed somebody's life, but because the kindness in your eyes is a harvest of love springing forth from your heart because Jesus is changing you and transforming you. I wonder what 2022 might look like if we loved March. This matters because this is a place where anyone and everyone can experience the hope in life that's found with Jesus. This is a family. It's, it's so much more than just a community of faith. It's a family. We're gonna grow together this year. We're gonna grow together in ways that, that we've been dreaming of. We're, we're gonna take a big step forward. It's growing season. Can I tell you, when you lift your hands and when you sing, you don't know who's watching. You don't know the impact that it's having when you show up and you pray that big prayer of faith when you're going through the most difficult season of your life. You don't know the impact that you're making on the person that you just say hi to every single Sunday. This matters more than we'll ever give you those five things one more time. Five things for 2022. Number one, it's growing season. Number two, kindness is key. Number three, put yourself in proximity to the presence of Jesus. Number four, peace. Jesus giving you a gift of peace in 2022. And number five, this matters. This As always, thank you so much for tuning in to the Saints Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can head to saintschurch.ca where you'll find information about who we are, as well as service times, locations, and more online content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.